Summer 2020 was peak cancellation season and no one was safe. The murder of George Floyd forced people who had otherwise had the privilege of ignoring racism's pervasiveness to begin to see it for what it was. Callouts on racial injustice became callouts on social justice across the board, and a number of brands and the people at their helm were brought to reckoning. Even the supposedly nicest person on television, Ellen DeGeneres, got canceled for her role in perpetuating a toxic workplace culture. The cancellation of Boohoo has been a long time coming. Boohoo is a fast fashion brand that has been repeatedly called out for copying independent designers and, like many other fast fashion brands, paying its factory workers next to nothing. The final nail in the coffin was when an investigation by the Times revealed that a Leicester-based factory that supplies them is allegedly paying workers as little as £3.50 an hour. I won't get into the investigation too much because there's an open legal complaint against it, probably challenging its veracity. But if true, that's less than half the national minimum wage and national living wage in the UK. The Boohoo Group that this Leicester factory makes clothes for is a multi-billion pound company, and it maintains stupidly large profit margins by allegedly exploiting workers with an hourly rate less than the price of a flat white. Welcome to Cancelled. I'm your host, Cam, and this is the show where we look back at some of the biggest and most bizarre attempts to cancel people, corporations, and even countries. You may think the subjects of our very rigorous and academic study deserve public disdain. You may think it's all a gross injustice, but it doesn't matter, because all of them were judged in the court of public opinion and ultimately canceled. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. In simple terms, Boohoo is a UK-based global fashion company, but Boohoo Group has expanded over the years. They have bought up smaller fashion brands like Pretty Little Thing and Nasty Gal and have become a multi-million pound company by selling really affordable clothes. But some people think they should be canceled. Here's why. Boohoo is a part of one great big fashion dynasty and their wealth is built largely on the exploitation of cheap labor. Let me explain. The group was founded by Mahmoud Kamani and Carol Kane in 2006. Carol Kane used to be a designer and worked in fashion buying, and Mahmoud Kamani has gotten his family into the industry too. Well, his brother Jalal was a co-founder and now owns I Saw It First, another fast fashion brand. Mahmoud Kamani's sons, Umar and Adam Kamani, founded Pretty Little Thing in 2012, undoubtedly with a bit of help from their dad. Boohoo then bought Pretty Little Thing in 2016 and have been buying lots of other brands since. Boohoo Group now owns Dorothy Perkins, Nasty Gal, Debenhams Online, Karen Millen, Coast, and many other brands. Surely there's supposed to be some kind of competition law that stops these kinds of monopolies from getting this big, but anyway, I digress. The whole Boohoo Group is now worth about 4 billion pounds. 
Most people will not be able to ever conceptualize what that looks like. The OG Mahmoud Kamani is worth a billion. One billion great British pounds sterling. For context, even if I made one pound every second since I was born, I wouldn't make one billion until I turned about 32 years old. So <laughs> Boohoo said, take that and quadruple it. It's an inconceivably large amount of money, and it's bound to keep going up if current trajectories are anything to go by. This year, Kamani and Kane each had about 3.5% salary increases, and if Boohoo is worth at least 7.5 billion pounds by the summer of 2023, they're both going to get individual 50 million pound bonuses. I'm throwing millions and billions of pounds around because when put next to the incomes of local factory workers who are earning as little as £3.50 an hour, you can begin to see just how imbalanced the company-worker relationship is. Boohoo is growing, and rapidly so, but at whose expense? I think we can all see who the winners and losers are. Secondly, their quality is mostly quite poor. Now that on its own isn't terrible. The organza might be a bit itchy and the cotton dresses are occasionally see-through, but sometimes you can make it work regardless. But it's a problem because these poor quality clothes, like the majority of fast fashion brands, are made mostly of polyester. Now that, terrible, particularly for the environment. Making polyester requires lots of polluting fossil fuels like crude oil and coal and shit tons of water and energy, so it's already bad enough at the point of production. When the polyester is made and you're eventually done wearing your midi dress, it's not biodegradable, so it ends up sitting in landfills for hundreds of years. Really poor quality polyester isn't made with long-term wearability in mind, and brands like Boohoo are thinking about short-lived seasonal trends. Think about that summer when everyone was wearing mesh bodysuits and Aztec blazers. Now, they are extremely cringe. But that year, everyone had to have them. Yeah, exactly. So by the time you're doing that wardrobe clear-out, your relatively new clothes are not only out of style, but they're also probably not good enough quality for you to pass on or sell and give a new life. We end up having lots of cheap clothes with short life cycles clogging up landfills at an alarming rate. And the devastating environmental impact doesn't end at the UK's borders. When poor quality clothes are donated to charity, most of them are resold abroad. Local textile workers abroad are then undercut by the massive influx of cheap polyester and entire industries are wiped out. And in cases when donations are rejected for being too poor quality to be resold, they end up in landfills or sent to these big incinerator things where they release harmful toxins as they are burned. In the UK, three out of every five items of clothing end up in landfills or incinerators within a single year. Countries that can afford to do so tend to export their rubbish to fill up landfills on other people's shores. So it's not just clogging up our landfills, but landfills globally too. So buying little crop tops from Boohoo is only cheap for you because the planet is paying full price. And as if the environmental case isn't strong enough, a second reason Boohoo is primed for cancellation is that their brands stay ripping off smaller independent designers all the time, especially ones that they think are too small to realistically take them to court. Well, 
In 2021, Anifa Mbwemba, the designer behind the brand Hanifa, had one of her dresses ripped off by Pretty Little Thing. The white, ruched, corseted cutout blouse debuted at Hanifa's iconic 3D fashion show last year, which was featured in Vogue and a bunch of other cool magazines. Pretty Little Thing copied that dress word for word, bar for bar, replicating it in cheap brown satin, hoping that nobody would notice. Well, tough tits because we did. And so did Mbwemba, who took to Twitter in January to out them. She said, quote, I don't usually speak on these things. However, pretty little nothing is trash for this. End quote. It wasn't the first time, and we found out shortly after that it wouldn't be the last. Fisayo Longe, who owns another Black-owned brand called Kai Collective, was Boohoo's next victim. But she's made it clear that she won't be going down quietly. Kai Collective's Gaia print mesh dress also made fashion headlines last year and was worn in different colorways by everyone from rapper Sweetie to model Ajua Aboa in Elle magazine. Longe had the foresight to copyright the iconic print, so when Boohoo released their knockoff version this January, she was ready to take them on. Kai Collective has sent Boohoo a cease and desist letter. If, like me, you're not from the legal background, she basically told Boohoo to run her her check and cut the crap. She also flamed them online because, let's be honest, if you didn't tweet about it, did it even happen? She's asking for 30k and legal fees, and the case is still ongoing. Boohoo has kept real quiet, though. Quote, They're notorious for this, and it's just like, again? When do you stop leeching off of the ideas of other people, Longe said to BuzzFeed. They're using our ideas to build wealth, becoming billionaires, and then selling that back to us. That's just so dark to me. End quote. So there's a strong moral case for why one should cancel Boohoo, but the individual choice to do so isn't always straightforward for people who shop from them and their brands. Boohoo owns so much of the UK's fast fashion industry now that it is becoming increasingly difficult to boycott Boohoo without divesting from the larger fast fashion industry as a whole, which is even more difficult. But you can shop sustainable alternatives, like brands made with high-quality, ethically-sourced materials in factories where workers are paid a living wage. However, they are mostly more expensive. Well, in the short term, at least. Marketing around fashion is deliberately designed to sell us on trends. It's about what's hot right now. Trends change every couple of months, and you must keep up, lest you risk being hashtag uncool. Shopping ethically and sustainably means investing in wardrobe staples and items that might be a bit more expensive now, but will survive trend cycles. It requires thinking about your fashion needs in the long term, immense discipline in the face of aggressive fashion marketing, and the funds to make those expensive purchases when the need actually arises. Further still, not all sustainable and ethical brands have inclusive sizing, and it's important to acknowledge how plus-size people are limited even further in their options if they decide to fully cancel fast fashion brands. Brands like Boohoo, Pretty Little Thing, and all their other cousins and sisters have the scale to offer a lot more range, not just of products, but of sizes too. On the flip side, that is exactly the problem, that they produce so many clothes that it's actually wasteful and often ends up in landfill. 
but it also gives them the capacity to be inclusive. So where do we strike the balance? Another more sustainable option is to consider thrifting. If you have the patience to sift through lots of items, there are loads of steals at thrift shops too. But that became a bit hard during the pandemic. There are no online options, and there's no guarantee that you will find what you're looking for. You're kind of just crossing your fingers and hoping you get lucky. You can also rent clothes. It's a good alternative to buying outfits just for one weekend or event that you know you'll never wear again. It's like sharing expensive clothes and only keeping things in your wardrobe that you will actually wear on a regular basis. None of these suggestions are perfect substitutes to fill the boohoo-shaped void that would be left in your wardrobe if you cancel them, but that is kind of the point. Canceling fast fashion brands requires going against the grain and being intentional about changing how you shop and how you value clothes. On the topic of value, we have to ask why there was so much outrage when the story broke that people were being paid such low salaries in the UK, when it's been common knowledge for years that people in factories in poorer countries are being paid much less. Is it only exploitation because it happened in the UK? If Boohoo were paying these same wages, or even less, to factory workers in Bangladesh, would you be just as angry? Are Zalando, Next, and ASOS taking other brands who employ these same exploitative tactics abroad off of their sites? Well, they can't because they're probably doing the exact same thing with their own brands. Fundamentally, these clothes are undervalued given how much labor goes into them, and that applies regardless of where they are made. So if we're going to cancel Boohoo, keeping it consistent requires canceling a whole lot of other brands and not just the ones Boohoo owns. Ditching fast fashion means we have to change how we value clothing and be willing to pay what these clothes are actually worth, to pay for the hours that went into their creation at a wage that is actually dignifying. But since their alleged cancellation, has anything really changed? Their prices are still low, their fashion is still fast, and their profits are still soaring. But this business means one thing always remains the same. That profit has been prioritized over the allegedly exploited people helping to generate it. This episode of Cancelled was written by Ore Ogunbi. This is a Broccoli Production. 